Hey, how you doing? I'm PJ Byrne, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. Yummy. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Thank you for joining us once again here on On Screen and Beyond, the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 398 of On Screen and Beyond, and we've got a great guest coming your way this week. We have PJ Byrne joining us once again. And he's here to talk about his new show, Vinyl, that's coming up on HBO tonight. Starts tonight, and it goes for 10 weeks, and we're going to talk about that. PJ's got some behind-the-scenes things to tell us about, and I hope you're going to be sticking around for that, because it's coming up in just a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. Well, I hope that you've been uh, enjoying listening to the older episodes of On Screen and Beyond. We seem to be having, uh, since the first of the year, we've had a couple of people every other week that have canceled at the last second on us. So we haven't been able to get those people on, but we're going to keep trying, get them back on. And I think we're going to be uh, bringing you some great guests next week. We have another one coming your way, so stick around for that. From Grease Live, she's going to be here. So, all right, what do you say? Let's get right into Remake Madness. We've got some... Uh, Updates on some of the remakes that we've been talking about. It's next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness, well, the remake of Ben-Hur that we've talked about before has now been set. It's going to arrive on August 12th of this year. And on the same day, August 12th, the remake of Pete's Dragon will head into theaters. And get ready for this one. Tarzan's going to be swinging back the remake of Tarzan called the Legend of Tarzan swings into theaters on Friday, July 1st. That's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies? Upcoming new movies. It looks like next year Amy Schumer is going to test her dramatic chops as she joins the cast of Thank You for Your Service. As it's a serious film dealing with returning soldiers, war, death, and depression. And uh, that's a little different for her. And Ashley Judd and Bill Paxton will star in Life Briefly on uh, 2017 as it tells the story of Bill Knapp, who was blind, yet his musical genius led him to perform with country legends and even at his early age. And Robert De Niro will once again head into the boxing ring, but not to, to, to box. He's going to be training here. He's going to play the trainer of Roberto Duran in a film called Hands of Stone. That's it for upcoming new movies next on On Screen and Beyond. Let's take you down to Sequel City and find out what's going on as far as sequels. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Sequel City, a sequel to the 2013 low-budget horror film Mama, is in the works. Mama 2 has been given a green light by Universal. And Bad Santa 2, Santa's back. He's bad. (laughs) And Billy Bob Thornton's going to be starring. It's going to hit theaters on November 23rd, so watch out for that one. And Ouija 2 brings more horror as it comes our way on Friday, October 21st, this year. And that's it for sequels. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, let's take a peek at what's coming away as far as TV on DVD. TV on DVD Casual Season 1 arrives on April 5th as a guy's bachelor life is interrupted by his sister and her daughter moving in with him. Little House on the Prairie Season 9 Deluxe Remastered Edition will arrive on April 19th in the last episodes of the classic series. And Dolly Parton's Coat of Many Colors, the TV movie, it arrives on May 3rd. And Grease Live, it's coming our way on DVD in stores on March 8th. And that's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen to be on Movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, April 12th, Flight 7500 arrives on DVD and Digital HD as a supernatural force terrorizes a plane from L.A. to Tokyo. And Mojave with Mark Wahlberg will arrive on April 4th. And you can look for Rocky to come back in Creed with Sylvester Stallone as it hits stores on March 16th. That's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time. Well, a new Frozen special will be coming to TV, but it will not arrive until 2017's holiday season. It will continue the story of Elsa and Anna and Olaf. And you can look for those kids from Riverdale to be coming our way as the comic books move from comic books to TV. Riverdale brings the Archie gang to the CW. And Jughead, of course, and Veronica and Betty will also be there, and Reggie. And that's it for TV and entertainment time. Next on On Screen to Be On, it's Celebrity Birthdays. We baked you a birthday cake If you get a tummy ache And you moan and groan and woe Don't forget we told you so Happy birthday! Happy birthday! (laughs) Celebrity birthdays on February 15th. It looks like Jane Seymour turns 65. February 17th, Michael Bay, the producer, turns 51. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt turns 35. On February 18th, it looks like John Travolta turns 62, and Vanna White turns 59. On February 19th, Jeff Daniels from Down and Dumber turns 61. On February 20th, Sidney Poitier turns 89. And on February 21st, Jennifer Love Hewitt turns 37. That's it for celebrity birthdays. As far as listener birthdays, Melissa N. turns 29, and she's from Lowell, Massachusetts, and that's going to happen on February 20th. That is it. For celebrity and listener birthdays here at On Screen and Beyond, if you, a friend or a relative, are having a birthday, be sure to send it to me so we can get it out here and let the whole world and all the listeners here at On Screen and Beyond know it's your birthday. And that's it. 
Next on On Screen and Beyond, P.J. Byrne is going to be joining us. Now, of course, if you go back in our uh, rerun section of onscreenandbeyond.com, you can find an episode that we interviewed P.J. and talked about his early career and everything and talked about uh, his show Intelligent that was on at that time. But he was also in The Wolf of Wall Street then, too. But now he's back, and he is in Vinyl on HBO, a show that is co-written by Mick Jagger and Martin Scorsese. Now, you know it's going to be good. It starts tonight on HBO, so be sure to watch that. Or if you have HBO, what is it, HBO to go or whatever they call it, and you can watch that anytime. And uh, be sure to be listening for that. So, anyways, P.J. Byrne is next right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, our guest is an actor who we have seen on The Wolf of Wall Street, The Game, Horrible Bosses, Intelligence, and many other shows and movies. His latest role is on HBO's Vinyl. It's P.J. Byrne. P.J., welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Oh, thanks for having me, man. It's always a pleasure to be here. And, and P.J., I should say, welcome back to On Screen and Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm not, I was like, you forgot me so soon. How, I'm so sad. <laughs> no, I know you remember. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, P.J., Vinyl, this sounds like a great show, especially, you know, I mean, people my age who, who grew up in 70s rock and roll uh, and Vinyl and all of that stuff. Of course, Vinyl's making a comeback and everything, but uh, totally. uh, this must be a, a, a great experience for you. I mean, Scorsese, I mean, jeez. Oh, oh no, no, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I have a new thing in my contract that no, though. Um, I only show up on set if there's going to be a minimum of two icons working with me. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you got Martin Scorsese, you got Mick Jagger, and then you know Terrence Winter at any moment, obviously, is going to be an icon after Sopranos and Boardwalk, and hopefully this show, Knock on Wood. But mm-hmm. uh, I feel you know there's that gigantic lottery, that 1.3 billion dollar lottery recently. I really feel like I want it, to be honest with you. It's like a special show. The cast is, I mean, it's top-notch uh, for, you know, Bobby Cannavale and Ray Romano and Olivia Wilde are, are really special. And then you have the, you know, some of the other actors like Jack Quaid and, and J.C. McKenzie and Juno Temple and, uh, you know, uh, Jimmy Jagger, which is uh, which is Mick Jagger's son is in it, mm-hmm. and Max Casella and, you know, Paul Ben Victor, and I can go on and on and on. But, I mean, it's just a top-notch cast, and everyone really shows up to, to really, you know, give their all. Yeah. Now, one thing I was looking at, I was looking over the cast, and uh, one thing I found that, of course, you've uh, what ten episodes, I think, is what you're, you're doing on this. Correct. This, yep. But exactly. It, it's a humongous cast. I mean, is and I know they're not on every single episode. Some of these people, but but you seem to have a huge cast on this thing. Oh yeah, no. It's, a, it's don't get me wrong. It's a gigantic cast. But ultimately, at the end of the day, though, this is really like. This is Bobby's baby, and we're going to see this world through his eyes, if you will, and through the music, you know, sometimes in his head. And, you know, it's, it's his relationship with myself and Ray Romano and, uh, and J.C. McKenzie as the partners. It's his relationship with his wife, uh, Olivia Wilde, and his family. You know, it's the dirty world of, you know, payola and the mafia that he has to deal with to keep the company afloat. And ultimately, it's the world of the young A&R kids and the new bands and, and, and you know, the managers and, and people he's associated with in his past. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Bobby's got a lot on his plate. And when I tell you, he handles it seamlessly and people are just going to freak out for him. 
Yeah. Now, we've had a lot of guests here on the show who were musicians. Uh, I mean, they're still musicians, but uh, they were in rock and roll back in the 70s. And they always tell us stories about uh, the, the payola and, you know, how, how they don't make the money and all that stuff. But Jagged oh, cool. must yeah, have known no, all this stuff. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's true. So there's... <laughs> It's. I mean, I ha- actually, coming from a finance world, I sort of like understood intimately what was going on with mm-hmm. the record label, how we're, you know, monetarily we're in trouble, um, how, you know, I'm also the lawyer. My name is, I, I play Scott Levitt, this character, and I'm the lawyer who represents the company as well. I'm sort of the junior partner. So I look at all our contracts to make sure if we're on par. And th- I mean, that time period, they would, they would put these artists under contracts. And even if it looked like they made a successful album and they sold you know and they got a platinum record and they sold a million a million records what the record label would do like my job essentially would be like slam them with a gigantic overhead to actually produce the record so yeah, we're going to charge them a fortune to go into the studio we're going to charge them a fortune to have a guy push a button to make sure the sound's right we're going to charge them you know like thirty dollars for a can of coke like we overcharge the hell out of them because we have to recoup our expenses so, you know, you might sell a bazillion albums, but you might only see like $20 mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> as far as profit because we need to recoup all our assets. And that's how they would they would trick these poor artists. And then on the flip side of it, you can have some incredible artists um, that weren't associated with a record label that was hooked in, if you will, that was ready to put up the money or the payola to pay off the radio stations to pay, you know, for the music to be on air. Mm-hmm. So sometimes these people were like not even you know, being, being able to be heard. Like today you got, you know, YouTube and you know, Spotify and all these sort of like venues to get your music out there. But back then it was like, no one's listening to you unless they're showing up to see you in a show, unfortunately. But then the flip side of that is, you know, sometimes you get some crappy bands that are being, you know, played because, you know, the record labels paying off the radio stations to play these crappy bands all the time. Yeah. Jeez. No, you it's know, so dirty though. It's so dirty. It's oh, like heart wrenching. Yeah. The fact that anyone made it through, that time period that we know about their music just shows their, you know, how incredible they were. But also, people are on so many drugs. The fact that any work got done, I'm so surprised. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's in, in that industry is so wild. Yeah. Jeez. Now you you seem. Uh, I mean, a lot of times you think of actors. You know, you read your lines, you get on, done, and you're out. But you seem to really be into this story. Oh no, I love it. And then you know, I'm reading all the books and 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 the people that. And you got to remember the back then and still today, the people that really run the industry are the lawyers. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing, at least for you know certain characters, is like, you know, sometimes they don't have the ear. Sometimes they do have the ear. Uh, you know, like Claude Davis had the ear, if you will, and he was a lawyer. And these are the guys that end up running the record labels, you know, or the network. So it, that part really fascinated me. And you know, if I'm going to do a project, I want to know, you know, the total. You know, how much it encompasses the whole world, the people in the world, everything. Like, and I want to know the minutiae and sort of get in there. And then, to be honest with you, to know it so well that I could just literally, like, forget about it and feel like I'm truly and honestly living in that world. And I do the, you know, the same thing for when I'm, you know, preparing for a scene. Like, I love to rehearse. I'll rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. I'll have maybe some alternate lines that I like or think are funny or interesting. And I literally just let it go. And then I'm just there and present and being in the moment. Jeez. <laughs> now, have you met Mick Jagger or any of them? Have they been on on set with you? Oh yeah, no. They totally came to set there. He he's at table reads. You know, he's also also traveling. But you know, uh, uh, you know. But he watches the dailies. His his producer Victoria Perlman. She's a part of it. He's sending his notes in. Uh, you know, and Marty obviously directed the pilot. 
and he is really involved. Like he's always watching the dailies and giving his notes and his thoughts. But, uh, you know, Terry at this point really runs, it's his show. It's his baby. He runs the, the writer's room and, you know, he's such a monster capable captain. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it, every, everyone literally from top to bottom from our PAs are incredible to our set decorators, to our, I can't even, I, there's no weak links. And, and the other wonderful thing about the show is like, we have a very big no jerk policy. So, you know, Bobby Cannavale is your number one actress for a set of Tony, such a great guy. Like there's no attitudes, there's no jerks. Everyone's so happy to be there. We all get it. You know, there's that great line. I always think about like the good old days. I think we all intimately understand that like we are living our good old days right now on the show. What's the story here? Are you becoming Martin Scorsese's uh, go-to guy when he needs somebody for a oh. film? Oh, you want you, the new Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio here for him? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, yeah, look, maybe, like, my, Leo's, Leo's biography will be, uh, like, the Oscar winner, gold, gold mine. Mine will be PJ Burton over the shoulder out of focus. Like, that's the difference <laughs> between, between us. Look, I, I love that, you know, Marty always thinks of me for projects. And, you know, the reason I'm here is because he, he knew he wanted me to be in this, obviously. And, uh, you know, and it's, 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 you know, I thought the greatest day of my life is when I got the call saying it was going to be Wolf of Wall Street. Martin Scorsese wants me to be in his movie, but, I'll tell you, it feels it feels pretty darn darn good too. And you get a call like Marty wants you to be in his uh, his new TV show. It's it's uh, it's it's like out of body experience. Yeah. Now, how how did you get involved with it? Is, is it because you got a call from them from him? Yeah, I think he's been working on this for for him and Mick Jagger have been working on this for a long time, and they wanted it actually to be a movie. And you know, then they got Terry involved like year, years and years later. Um, and then this was sort of after you know during Boardwalk, and then Terry, I think especially with, you know, where TV is now and HBO and how you can really dig into a story and, you know, movies, you know, they want to see robots and things blowing up. So mm-hmm. you really, and, you know, personally, TV is like so high end now, you can really dig into a characters and the world. So they're like, why don't we do it as a TV show? And then all of a sudden everything just sort of opened up. And then, you know, when they figured out it's really going to happen and HBO is going to do it, uh, God bless Alan Lewis came to me and said, Marty wants you to play this character. And, and, and sort of the rest is history. And I like the way you say, oh, Marty. <laughs> yeah, me and no, Marty. You know, that's a, don't give me, you know, it's the, it's the most bizarre thing. Every time I say him, I was like, am I really saying this? And like, he, he, when I say Marty, he actually looks over and responds to me. I'm still like, he's listening. He's, he's looking. I guess, oh my God, I'm just called him Marty. It's crazy. So funny. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So now, how does it work with HBO as far as finding out if you have a renewal for another season? Is is it similar to a, a, a regular, you know, network television? Or when? Yeah, do, I think when... it's the same thing. I mean, there, there's no, there's no, no one said we we have a second season. Uh, so let's do it the same. I don't know how they. I'm sure they make an announcement. Or look, someone's going to call Terry and Marty. I'll tell you that. But I, it hasn't come down to me yet. But you know, obviously, it has to air first, and you know, hopefully. If you tell 14 million of your friends, like hopefully we'll we'll come back for season two, and I would love it because it's I've, it's 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 the best time I've ever had acting, to be honest with you. And I mean, everyone those class, they're like my brothers now, those guys. So yeah, yeah. And I don't mind going back to the East Coast because I'm from you know New Jersey originally, and my family's there, and 
you know, we live in, uh, we live in Brooklyn while we're shooting. It's just, it's, we're, it, we're very lucky. So it is filmed in, in New it. York. Yes. It's, it's yeah. It's filmed in New York. We do it over at the, um, the Navy Yards, we you know, we do it over there and uh, Steiner Studios, and it's just uh-huh. a great time. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, PJ, is there any things that you have coming up as far as movies or that you can tell us about, or is there anything going on? Oh uh, yeah, I'm actually yeah. There's another. Uh, actually, I'm doing a God bless HBO. I love them. <laughs> I'm doing another uh, HBO miniseries right now. It's like the perfect. So if, if please God, knock on wood, uh, vinyl comes back. Um, I'll little finish shooting this uh, HBO miniseries called Big Little Lies with uh, Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman and Alexander Skarsgård and Laura Dern and it's uh, it's a great cast and it's about uh, uh, um, I play I play principal Nepal and it's about uh, sort of the craziness you have uh, in in grammar schools <laughs> with parents and their children. Hmm. All right, well, yeah, great. It's based on the book called Big Little Lies. It's special. And then I'm also doing uh, I just finished shooting the next Kevin James movie. Uh, called uh, True Memoirs of an Assassin. Hmm. Okay, I've heard about that one. Yeah, it's it's it, uh, it should be it's funny, man. It's really it's pretty funny. Yeah. He's, well, he's anything great. with Kevin he's James so is is going to be that's yeah, for sure. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, we had a great director. It was awesome. Yeah. Well, PJ, I want to finish up with two quick final questions. Do it. No, I've asked you, you this. Be- I've asked you this before, but the last time you were here, but uh, things may have changed. As far as mo- movies and TV shows, what are your favorites that you're watching now and of the past? What do you, What do you enjoy watching when oh, you get okay. a chance? Uh, well, look, my favorite movie of all time. I know this sounds ridiculous, but I played basketball my whole life, and uh, you know, I played, uh, through my senior year and then I realized it's too tiny. Uh, but I've always loved the movie Hoosiers. I would watch it before every season. It just blow my mind. Mm-hmm. Just the characters and the emotion, whatever. And I honestly got, I always thought I would win state championships. That never happened. <laughs> um, and then, uh, I like, I like that show, uh, Mr. Robot right now. That's pretty awesome. Ah, a lot of people are watching that one. Yeah. That's a cool little show. Yeah. Well, PJ, uh, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm watching right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, PJ, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're a busy guy, and I wish you all the best with vinyl. And I hope we can have you back again sometime. Hey, buddy, I'm always yours, man. You do a great show, and I really appreciate you having me on. Much appreciated, and uh, love to all your fans. And please, please spread the word about vinyl because it's uh, we feel like it's special, and we gave it our all. Hopefully, you guys will see that. Thank you. Big thank you going out to PJ Byrne for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond, and it's always fun to have him on. He's, he's got some great stories, and he's just so much fun to talk to. And of course, I'm sure we're going to have him on again sometime. I hope because uh, he seems to be uh, just going and going and hitting all these big shows. And um, who knows? Next time Martin Scorsese comes out with another film, I'm sure <laughs> PJ is going to be on that one. So uh, we'll probably be talking to him again not too uh, far in the future. But uh, I want to thank him, like I said, for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. And if you have a suggestion on somebody that you would like to get here on On Screen and Beyond, please email it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I'll do my best to see if we can connect with that person or their, uh, their publicists or whatever and see if we can get them on here. And uh, like I said, the last couple of uh, every other week, it seems like we've had a last minute cancellation just before the show was ready to go. So uh, we've been uh, a little late on, uh, you know, we're, we've been not getting those episodes out, but we're going to be having uh, the full 50, of course, by the end of the year, as we always do. We'll just double up later on, and uh, we're going to keep going. So please keep listening to On Screen to Beyond. Check back. And uh, we do have an episode uh, coming our way next week for sure. We have uh, 
one of the cast members from Grease Live joining us. So that's going to be an interesting one. And if you just want to email me to talk with me or whatever, send it to me at feedback at onscreenbeyond.com. And uh, let's see, if you're on Facebook, be sure to like us. And if you are getting this episode or whatever episode you're listening to on iTunes, be sure to leave us a review, help us get up in the rankings. More people will know about us and we'll just keep going and going and going. So that's it. That's a wrap for this week. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. (laughs) 